Welcome to the Crushing Land Podcast, brought to you by The Land Method. Each week, our host, Jonathan, along with The Land Method team and special guest speakers, will answer your burning questions on land investing or discuss relevant real estate investing strategies and principles. So without further ado, let's get started. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Crushing Land. Uh, We're happy to have you here with us today. And uh, what we're going to be talking about today is a question that we've actually got a few times here recently. Uh, I myself have gotten other ones I've gotten as well. And that is, is land investing the only real estate strategy that we use? Is that all that we recommend? Is that really a viable option? Because it seems that myself, others, are involved in other real estate things as well. So why are we telling people to go do real estate investing if we ourselves are doing other things? So we're going to break that down uh, as to where things are. And I'm going to be very clear for the last 10 years or so, land investing was my only real estate strategy. That was it. I used to be in homes. Uh, I used to flip them. I used to wholesale them. Uh, I, I did some rentals. We did some lease option stuff. We did a lot of different things. I was actually in, in brokerage as well, even before that. And so when we switched to land in 2011, it became a, like, it was going to basically be something that was going to subsidize that house investing strategy. And in that time, we switched completely over to land. And that's all that we did. So what's changed. That's where this whole thing comes into place. So when it comes to land investing, is land investing in itself a viable enough strategy? The answer is it depends. Is it good enough to make the income that you need? Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. If you do a deal every other week and you do a $10,000 deal, you're talking about $250,000 a year doing that. And, And that's only every other week pretty small deals, things like that. Um, You've seen my posts out there of what we have just in the month of May, as we're recording this, and you know, and and we're, we're at those kind of numbers already in land investing, right? So land investing does offer the same, if not more money than you get in flipping homes and wholesaling homes, and fix and flips, all of that type of thing. So when it comes to actual income, absolutely. Land investing, in my opinion, is the best thing compared to those things. And we're comparing apples to apples at that point, right? We're sitting there and we're saying, okay, well, here's land, land investing, here's land flipping, here's these things with land, and here's the same thing with houses. And that's where land blows it out of the water. That's where land exceeds these things. And next week, right here on Crushing Land, we're going to be having our our, our guest special guest episode. We're going to be talking with somebody that runs a seven-figure-a-year land flipping business and has a team in place and is doing those things and all of that. So land certainly offers all of those things. We're, we're definitely not downplaying that. And then the question comes, well, well, if that's the case, if you're running these high six, seven figure a year businesses and in land investing, why go elsewhere, right? Why would you even talk about how you're involved in these other things? And that again comes down to 
where you are and where you're going and what your goals are and things like that. And that's what we're going to talk about here for a moment. If your goal is just to make money, work a certain number of hours a week, do those things, then yes, land investing has all of the options that you need, 100%, no need to go beyond that. Where land investing is deficient, where it doesn't do things that other things do is in two areas. One area is long-term cash flow. Can you get cash flow from land? Yes, we teach that, right? We do get cash flow from land, but eventually they're going to pay off the property, right? Because you're selling it to them through cash flow. You're not renting it. You're selling them the property. So as you're selling them this property, at some point, it's going to dry up. Now, if it's a lower-end property, then maybe within a few years. If it's a higher-end property, it may be a decade or more down the road. But at some point, it's still going away. Whereas if you have an asset that you own and you're renting you know, a house or a multifamily or something like that, that doesn't ever go away, right? If you don't sell it, if, if you keep it and you can rent it for years and years and years and it always cash flow for you. So the timing of that can be big. And that's one of the things with that. Now, personally, I don't like houses. I don't deal with them. I, I prefer the multifamily route if you're dealing with these things uh, for that, but I'm not going to knock anything. It's just my personal preference. Other people, Genus business partner, he does a lot with houses. He has house rentals and things like that, that he has out there and is creating that cash flow that that'll last forever. Uh, or as long as he wants, as long as he holds on to it, right? So land is a little bit deficient in that, that it just isn't going to be there forever. So that's that's part of the problem with that. The biggest thing to me, the biggest reason, 100% is the tax benefits. There are huge tax benefits to owning properties with structures on them. And so when you start making six, high six, seven figures a year in land investing, that's great. But if you make a million dollars, 40% of that's going to the government because you don't have those tax uh, structures in place, those uh, tax benefits in place that exist in other things. So you could make a million dollars a year in land, which is going to be writing a $400,000 check, right? Doing that. Whereas if you make a million dollars in land and then you own, say, a multifamily, and because of different things that are allowed with those structures, you're now allowed to depreciate them and you can end up paying next to nothing or nothing in taxes, making that same amount of money or more now with those things. So it's more of just tax structure, liability and structure and things like that. So when it comes to income, when it comes to actually what you can make, when it comes to all of those things, bar none to me, land is the best. When it comes to actually driving those things, because you can get the best return on your dollar with land, it has the easiest way to get involved. It has it so for, for, for beginners, for building a business, all of those things, it's huge. And like I said, for the last decade, basically all we've done uh, in, in real estate investing. But then you get to a point, maybe, maybe not in your life where you sit there and you say, well, you know, I, you know, I, I've got a lot of years left. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, I don't, you have to keep doing deals with land to make it work. And that's fine. You know, it's making great deals, but maybe you say, you know, I want to take some of that and I want to move it over here just to have these assets that are cash flowing completely regularly. Right takes more maintenance. You got to have a team in place. You've got to have things involved to do that, to make that shift. That's why I don't recommend just jumping into that. It is a pain, but it does last a long time. And again, the tax benefits to me, that's the biggest thing. That's huge. I had a conversation with my CPA. I told him, you know, Hey, we're looking at buying a, an apartment building because of this and because of how much we got hammered and all this. And he's like, absolutely. He was like, that's great. He says, the, the land business is, 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 is going gangbusters on you. You're doing great. He's like, the, the, the money's coming in. It's all of this. But 
you need to get to a point if you so desire that you want to kind of shift and just, I'm not saying that's going to be our main investing structure strategy. It's not, it never will be. It's just something to add, something small to add that can help in bringing down that tax liability dramatically. So is land investing a sound single real estate strategy? Absolutely. It is. It makes great money. You could easily replace your income. I was just talking to somebody on that, that the numbers that they're going to do and what they're going to make and everything like that, off it, it's, it's huge. And you can stop there. We did for a number of years. And, and the only reason that we've even looked at these things now is not to replace it. It's not even to add income. It's nothing like that. It's literally to bring down our tax liability only. And so again, that's a conversation you'd have with you know your CPA at that point or something like that. So when it comes to real estate investing, I believe land investing is the best and soundest strategy as far as making money, as far as all that goes. But unfortunately, land does not have the tax shelters that other things has. And even if you hold it, if you don't do anything with it, yes, you can bring it down. It's going to be a long-term investment that time, long-term gains as opposed to income. So it does come down but it's still not as good as those other things where you can get like depreciation and get rid of them completely. So if you want to make a million dollars and you want to give 400,000 of it to the government, then go ahead, just keep flipping land. But if you want to add a little bit of that in, you still make a million dollars flipping land. And then you add in one other thing, you can bring down that tax liability huge. So yes, land investing is a sound strategy. Highly recommend everybody gets involved. Highly recommend that's where you start uh, for if you're a beginner. So, so many benefits as far as the actual investment. And when you compare it to what it actually is, these same issues exist. What I was just talking about with the taxes, if you're flipping homes, if you're wholesaling homes, uh, if you're rehabbing homes, if you're doing all of those things, there's someone rehabbing, but generally speaking, because you're doing it quickly, it's not, you're going, not going to have any of the tax liabilities. The only tax, I'm sorry, you're going to have the tax liabilities. You're not going to have the tax relief. The only way you're going to get the tax relief with, is withholding things and with rentals and stuff like that and putting costs in and, and doing different things that you need to do. And so that only comes through that one aspect. So when it comes to like, again, that apples to apples, when it comes to, well, I'm, I'm flipping land or I'm flipping a house or e even short-term uh, um, uh, ownership on a house and fixing it or anything like that, when you compare those, you're going to have the same tax liabilities and that's where land just blows those things out of the water. And it's why I don't deal with wholesaling anymore. I don't deal with flipping anymore. I don't do anything like that. But when it comes to, again, some of these other more advanced, longer term strategies, land just doesn't offer those advantages. And that's where you might want to mix something in just to help you with your tax strategies. And we had that here on Crushing Land. George Familio joined us a few months ago. He talked about that. He talked about holding things. He talked about depreciation, things like that, that can really help. So as you're growing in your business, start with the land, really get that going, blow it up, create a seven-figure a year business like we're going to hear about next week when, when Roman joins us. Have all of those things in place. But then at that point, have a conversation with your CPA about what can I do to reduce my tax liability? And real estate investing is not the only answer. There are other things that you can do with creating you know, 401k plans and things like that inside your own business. I'm not going to get into that because I'm not a CPA, but there are different things that you can look at and that you can do to reduce your tax liability. So again, land investing, dollar for dollar, the actual investment, the actual flipping, the actual, all of that part blows everything else out of the water. But is it the end all? For some, yes. For some, maybe not just again, 
because of what they're trying to create, maybe very long term for decades. If you're younger, like we are, decades of creating cash flow. Maybe you want some sort of asset. And again, even more importantly, uh, is the tax structure. So again, the key though is getting started, getting going, getting it happening. You know, when you're making a million dollars a year and you're writing a big check, you don't like it, but at least you have the money to do it and you still made really good money, right? So that's the way to look at that. And then as that happens, you start looking for these ways of, of bringing that down and, and bringing down that liability and being able to advance things even more. So get started with land, see the power of it, see what can actually be done, see why dollar for dollar, it's the best investment in real estate. And then from there, maybe look to diversify a little bit just to help you know save some extra money and save different things for you. So again, guys, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us each and every week. And make sure that you join us next week as we literally talk to somebody that only five years ago, six years ago, started in land investing, has since then built a team, has himself basically out of his business quite a bit, has things running very smoothly with different people in place, and is making over seven figures a year in land. So again, showing why land is such a sound strategy. So again, everybody, thanks for joining us and we will see you next week. Thank you listeners for joining in today. Join us again next week for another discussion on all things land. If you have a topic you want discussed, send us an email about it at thelandmethod at gmail.com or use the contact form on our website, thelandmethod.com. Remember to join the Land Method Facebook group as well if you want to be the first to hear this content and be a part of a community that supports each other in our land businesses. Have a great week.